Welcome to The Dog Show with Julie Forbes. You're listening to Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Gorgeous Wednesday today. A beautiful day to take your dog for a walk. Always a beautiful day to take your dog for a walk. Some more than others, though. Sure uh, enough. Sure enough. <laughs> How are you doing today, Eric? I am doing well. How are you, Julie? Good. Very well. Thank you. 2013, it's treating you all right so far? So far, so good. Excellent. Just got a new haircut. Looking sharp. Thank you. Different. It's a different style. It is indeed, yes. Yeah. Uh, I may start be um, start being mistaken for Justin Bieber. But... <laughs> <laughs> well, kidding. that was already happening, right? My so. hair is way sweet. That's been happening for years. That's right. Um, well, uh, in the first, well, we I've got some announcements to make and, and some stuff to, to chat about in the first segment, and then... Starting in the second segment, we're going to have a guest on the show. We'll be talking with Caroline Coyle of Dog Spotters. What is Dog Spotters? That's what I'm thinking in my head as you say that. Dog Spotters is an app that you can download. Okay. And it's got all sorts of cool stuff. Um, One of the things being a dog breed identification quiz. Oh, that okay. you can take Good that idea. if you're a dog geek like me is so much fun. So um, we'll be talking more about all that you can do with the app Dog Spotters um, starting in the second segment. Um, do have some announcements uh, before. They could just come up with an app that would pick up the droppings. Uh, when you take your dog <laughs> for the walk, I think that would be the number one bestselling app of all time. Poop scooper. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so I, I have, uh, well, first of all, of course, uh, the most important part of the show, in my opinion, is acknowledging our partners. Um, the second most important part of the show are the advertisements because those, uh, without our partners and advertisers, we wouldn't be here. So, uh, all the best pet care, one of our proud partners and uh, has been for, a couple of years now, uh, all the best food, treats, and toys for your dog and cat. You can find them online at allthebestpetcare.com. See where all of their 10 locations are around Western Washington. And uh, do check out their new location on Holman Road up near, uh, just off of Greenwood Ave. Um, new All the Best Pet Care up there in North Ballard, Greenwood neighborhood. So if you're in that neighborhood, uh, lucky you. You've got an All the Best in your neighborhood now. And also a new partner that I'm very excited about. You know, we haven't um, haven't had any sort of um, advertiser or partner of a veterinarian yet in the f- almost four years, and we do now. A new animal clinic, Jet City Animal Clinic, is opening up in just a couple of weeks. You can find information about them now online on Facebook if you just search for Jet City Animal Clinic. And also that's their website, jetcityanimalclinic.com. They are taking uh, appointments. I believe their first day seeing patients is going to be January 23rd. And they are booking now. And they're going to be in Seattle, a great location on 12th Avenue, um, right in the Capitol Hill neighborhood of Seattle. It's 822 12th Avenue. And you'll see the very cool front and sign, uh, green and blue, Jet City Animal Clinic. 
Dr. Erica Anderson. Um, I had a nice chat with her the other day, and uh, she's a wonderful, very open-minded vet. So if you're looking for a vet in that area, then uh, check them out. They're great. Jet City Animal Clinic. And that's JetCityAnimalClinic.com. I got an email um, from Michelle Nichols, who I've had on the show a couple of times now. She's the founder of A Help Project, a wonderful organization, animal hospice, end of life, and palliative care. And they have an event coming up, a open house um, friendship day, uh, Saturday, February 16th. So what, exactly a month. So mark your calendar, Saturday, February 16th from 1 to 5 p.m. Great group of people um, up at the Seattle Veterinary Specialists in Kirkland in their education room. Uh, Suggested donation of $10 is welcomed, but no one will be turned away. And uh, they'll be featuring members of AHELP's uh, professional and veterinary networks who will share some information. Um meeting some animal care practitioners, veterinary network members, participate in demos and sample therapies, et cetera. It's a great event. Uh, open house, animal hospice, end of life and palliative care projects, open house Saturday, February 16th from 1 to 5 p.m. And that's at uh, Seattle Veterinary Specialist Education Room in Kirkland, Washington. Now, the... The other thing that I'm very excited about, because now it's January, which means that it's almost February and then almost March, is we have the Seattle Kennel Club Dog Show to look forward to, which is uh, in March. And I'm looking up the exact date right now. It's a all weekend long event. So much fun. Uh, this year, March 9th and 10th at CenturyLink Field Event Center. This is a big event, a big dog event that happens every year. We have a booth there every year and love being there, love, love seeing all the different dog breeds, um, all, of the, all of the demonstrations, too. There's so many cool demonstrations that go on during this event. Miriam Rose is there with nose work demonstrations. The Seattle Police Department is there with demonstrations. There's herding demonstrations and uh, agility trials going on all weekend long. In addition to the confirmation, which is the part where you see the dogs trotting around the rings being judged by breed, then by group. And then there's best in show and there's a best in show at the end of each day. The website is seattledogshow.org, and it's such a fun event. Uh, CenturyLink Field Event Center, uh, March 9th and 10th this year. Um, such a fun time. Anyone who's a dog enthusiast, it's a great way to spend your weekend. And if you do go, be sure to find my booth and come and say hi and uh, grab a free car sticker if you don't already have one. Speaking of car stickers, if you would like a dog show car sticker... They are free, and I would be happy to mail you one. You can find them at all the best pet care locations. Uh, They're uh, in their little holders and other pet stores around the area as well. And if you're not in the area, uh, I'm happy to also mail you one. So just email me, host at dogradioshow.com, and uh, give me your address, and I'll pop one in the mail to you, and then you can slap it on your car. And uh, they are waterproof. And urine-resistant. <laughs> Thank you, Eric. Resistant, not proof. That's right. Um, 
And if you want to see what that looks like, it's the oval logo um, made into a car sticker that's at the top of our website, which is dogradioshow.com. And if you've missed any of our over 200 episodes, you can find them all archived online at dogradioshow.com. Or you can go to iTunes and download them for free as a free audio podcast. They are all available on iTunes as well. So uh, all of our shows have had, you know, I've name it and I've pretty much talked about it, I think. Well, no, that's not true because I feel like there's so much more to talk about. Of course. Yeah. That's why we do the show every week. Exactly. Uh, also, rebroadcast uh, ever since October, we've been... Um, also have a rebroadcast on Sundays regularly from 1 to 2. Uh, just one slot off of Martha Norwalk's Animal World, which is from 9 to noon. And is, do you know, Eric, if this week, if the sports are still affecting the schedule? I, I will check on that. All right. We'll Keep get back to you I'll about that. Tell you in a uh, we have been run on a Sunday, a Saturday afternoons to make room for the University of Washington women's basketball team, which we're happy to do. Go dogs. So, um, yeah, that's Sundays, 1 to 2 p.m., in addition to our live show every Wednesday from 2 to 3. Uh, I was so... Uh, I, I believe the show on Sunday will be heard from 1 to one thirty, and then repeated later on after the uh, Huskies game. Oh, so, so you'll get a taste. That's right. Yeah, all right. <laughs> uh, thank you for finding that out. Um, so remember, Eric... So I've had a couple people in my life whose dogs have passed away. So I'd like to dedicate this show to two dogs. They're going to share the show, Tika the Chihuahua and Boo the Schnauzer. And, uh, you know, every time this happens to someone in my life, I am reminded, not that I need to be reminded, but really reminded at, at how hard it is to lose a dog, uh, and, and any pet for that matter, um, and just what what a special bond um, having a dog can be, and uh, you know how how hard it is and how intense that grief is. And I've got uh, some people in my life who are going through that freshly now, and I'm just thinking about them a lot. And this past week, when I was in the car, uh, one of the songs I know you're probably rolling your eyes at me about this one, Eric, but one of the songs that um, when I, when it comes on, I think of Chewy, my dog who passed away, uh, back in 2009. And this was when I, I had the show, mm -hmm. we were about six months into the show, six months on the air. And I played him songs at the end of every show for a while, yeah. like for a few months. Yeah. And that was just part of my grief process. Do you know what that one song is that makes me think of him every time I hear it on the radio? I'll always love you. Bye. <laughs> By uh, one Houston? of your favorites and mine. Yes. <laughs> no, <laughs> one of my favorites, uh, Whitney Houston and her I Will Always Love You. And I was sort of laughing, you know, like it's kind of a, I don't know, sort of a funny thing. Like, you know, that that song that I would think of my dog. Mm. But I don't know. I think that I just wanted to give voice to that. Like it's super sappy, I know. And that's I think that's fine. But that he's like that to be so moved by his passing and for the bond that I had with that dog who I had for 12 years from when I was 20 to 32. And those were, you know, eventful years right. as a young adult. And he was my he was my 
my my guy that was always there and you know he well, just was very special i don't think that's silly at all i think that's great maybe a little silly doing a shot for shot remake of the bodyguard <laughs> with you and chewie in the no. uh, whitney kevin costner roles <laughs> the doggy guard which uh you know it was great but maybe a little silly. the doggy guard yeah didn't you make that movie <laughs> no, there isn't something that actually no, exists, just, though. Okay, I'm good. just kidding. No, that would be weird. <laughs> and it's, you know, it's not like, um, like... I'm sure right now someone's working on the doggy guard Searching the doggy moment, guard, yes. on, yeah, Googling it. You're not going to find it, at least I hope not. <laughs> um, but, like, you know, to ha- to sing that, to to hear that song and think of him. So when when he first passed away, that song came on, and, of course, it just made me, reduced me into tears, and I was, you know just cried for months after he died and um but like it, it's just such a deep relationship and and I think that more and more people are really feeling that way towards their dogs and it's not something that is is weird I mean like it's not obviously it's not like a romantic relationship but it is an intimate relationship and our dogs go through everything that we go through with us day after day after day and um I don't know. I've just been thinking about that a lot with my two friends who had dogs who passed away recently. It's like losing a good friend or family member. Family member, yeah. for sure. And and even in a different way, I think grief over a dog is different. Um, not more or less or better or worse, but just different than, than a human because the relationship is different. So, mm. so uh, we're going to get Caroline Coyle with Dog Spotters, the new app that you have to download. It's so much fun. We're going to get her on the line, and when we come back from break, we'll be back talking with her all about Dog Spotters, the new app. And you're listening to The Dog Show with Julie Forbes on Alternative Talk Natural Pet Pantry is Seattle's original source for wholesome dog and cat meals, offering eight different proteins to accommodate your pet's dietary needs. Made locally using all U.S. sourced ingredients, their freshly ground stews, raw or cooked, can be purchased from their Burien shop, most independent pet supply stores, or delivered right to your home. Natural Pet Pantry will even work with your vet to custom blend a prescription diet for your pet's unique needs. Go to naturalpetpantry.com for more information. Natural Pet Pantry. It just makes sense. Are you eco-conscious? What about being humane-conscious, too? Choosing to live humanely includes buying cruelty-free products, learning where our food comes from, and how animals are treated. On Living Humane, we explore how our choices for humane living are ever-expanding. Join us next week when we'll speak with Lori Kalmbach-Ellers of Coalition Humane about their new Northwest Spain Neuter Center. And we'll speak with our friends from Vegan Score, Seattle area's premier vegan blog. Join us on Living Humane. Camly Electric Incorporated is a full-service electrical contractor. From simple home repairs to full remodels, new construction, and small commercial projects, our qualified electricians do it all. We pride ourselves on our workmanship and professional standards, delivered with value in mind. Located in historic Ballard, Kemley Electric serves the greater Seattle metropolitan area, licensed, bonded, and insured. 
Kemley Electric welcomes all inquiries about your electrical needs. Visit the website kemleyelectric.com. That's K-E-M-L-Y electric.com. This is Martha Norwalk. Every Sunday morning, beginning at 9 a.m., thanks in part to NellsHealingMinistry.com, we cover the world of animals. This week, January 20th, it's a Diet and Nutrition Sunday on Animal World. Bob Vela from Canine and Feline Caviar will join us live in the studio. We'll continue our discussion about what ingredients really are good and healthy for our dogs and cats to eat and find out why I think this is the best processed food being made today. Martha Norwalk's Animal World, Sunday morning, 9 a.m. to noon, right here on Alternative Talk, a.m. 1150. This is Julie Forbes, dog training, behavior, and nutrition specialist and owner of Sensitive Dog, thoughtful guidance for you and your dog. If your dog needs basic obedience training, a behavior evaluation, or food consultation, I can help you. Call me at 206-372-7399 or visit my website, www.sensitivedog.com. I teach group obedience classes, in-home lessons, and evaluations, and a two-week intensive training program called Higher Education. Again, I'm Julie Forbes, Seattle's dog behavior training and nutrition specialist www.sensitivedog.com 1150kknw.com It's why they invented the internet. We think Alternative Talk, 1150 a.m. Welcome back to The Dog Show with Julie Forbes fine selection of songs as I dedicated this show to two dogs who recently passed away, Boo, one of them, mm-hmm. and Tika, the other. Uh, we are back on now with Caroline Coyle, the writer and dog expert with Dog Spotters, the new app that you can download to help you identify and learn more uh, about uh, the breeds of dogs. Caroline, welcome to the show. Hi, Julie. I'm so glad to be here. Well, we're thrilled to have you on, and I was so excited about this app when I learned about it. Um, as someone who's a you know dog enthusiast or for someone who is interested in learning much more about dogs and maybe doesn't know much about it, um, it's got a lot of different aspects of it that are really fun. Um, before we get into the specifics of the app, though, tell us a little bit about yourself and and the sort of story of the app, because this is oh. just brand new, right? Yeah, it, it really is. And, you know, it's funny because I guess you could say it's been in the makings for decades because, <laughs> I, like so many people, have been a dog lover since I was a little kid. And I remember having a little dog game. I think World Book Encyclopedia made it out and it came on this giant disc, and, you know, you could... Uh, gave you information about dog breeds, and you had to guess the breed. And I, I made my poor little elementary school friends, you know, take all the tests about dogs. Nice. And so I was sort of always the dog geek. Yep. And um, and so I ended up going, uh, actually studying dogs in college and studying various aspects of them, and was very involved in very you know lots of different competitions, and eventually started writing about dogs full-time as, you know, different breeds, health aspects, behavior, genetics, sensory systems. And um, my uh, best-known book is Baron's Encyclopedia of Dog Breeds. And and so I think that uh, I got a phone call one day a couple of, you know, a while back, and it it was these people that had this terrific idea for a mobile app. And, um, 
which was new to me because I was still back in the dark ages. You know, I have the kind of phone that you know, didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. So, um, but they, they were, you know, a lot smarter about that sort of thing than I did. But we'd all had the same sort of experiences in common. It's like none of us could count how many times a friend had come back from the dog park or the vet and said, oh, I saw the coolest dog there. Yeah. And so, of course, you say, really, what was it? Yeah. Uh, I forgot. Yeah. Or I didn't get a chance to ask. And so then you go through this whole 20 questions. Well, was it a big dog? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, you know, what color was it? It was, you know, black. Uh, did his ears stand up? And so, you know, yeah. you, you're trying to whittle it down in your mind, but... And sometimes you could guess, but, you know, you don't really have the Barron's Encyclopedia of Dog Breeds in front of you all the ways. Right. And just trying to do it in your mind. And so it's like, wouldn't it be cool if there was an app for that? And that was sort of how this whole thing got started. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's so, with the situation you describe is something that I've been, uh, you know, that I've participated in in my own life a number of times. <laughs> Exactly. Oh, I, had a, I saw the most gorgeous dog, and it's like, oh, yeah, what was it? Oh, I have no idea. And then it's, you go through these. I'm like, okay, what color was it? How long was, its, how long was its fur? You know, how big was it, et cetera, et cetera, and then going out and, um, you know, trying to figure it out based off of all that information. Exactly. Or sometimes they'll say, well, it looked like a dachshund. Right. But it wasn't. <laughs> and so you just have that to go on. And yeah. It's kind of fun, but it's kind of frustrating, too, because you've spent now 10 minutes trying to guess this dog breed, and then you finally get to that, and then you say, well, what was so, you know, what did it do? And they're like, oh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, really? We went through all that. And a lot of times, there was another, uh, one of the aspects that I thought was really kind of cute, um, one, of the, one of the guys involved with it, he said, wouldn't this be cool if you could see, like, some really good-looking girl or something walking her dog, and, you know, you quick put in a little trait to the dog and figure out what kind of dog it was. And you walk up to them and you say, that's a Saluki, isn't it? Yeah. That's the oldest breed of purebred dog I hear. <laughs> <laughs> and all of a sudden she's like, you know, and then he says, oh, could I take a picture of it with my app, you know, and, and, oh, uh, yeah. and add a little information about it. He's like, really, you're going to use this app as a pickup tool. Oh, funny. <laughs> hey, whatever works. I know. I'm I like, think, well, okay. Yeah, and I think it's a good, it's a... Um, a good strategy through the dog, you know, to get to, you want to catch somebody's interest, show interest well, in their dog. Well, you know, it really, it is true. I know that when someone comes up to me and, and guesses my breed of dog, I pay, I pay a little extra attention. Yeah. And you have Salukis and also a Jack Russell Terrier? Yes, I have Salukis and uh, what well, we call the Jack Russell, a, a, a sort of a, a Jack Russell if he's squint terrier because she's not quite there. She showed up and and wouldn't leave, and um, her job here is to to just keep everybody in a constant state of agitation. <laughs> nice. Well, that's, and I'm sure she's effective. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love Salukis. I did the uh, breed DNA test for my first dog, who I was actually just talking about in the last segment, who's since passed, but just before he passed away, we did uh, one of the breed identification tests, and mm-hmm. uh, and I don't really know how uh, they want it was like 75 percent lab Mm -hmm. and then it was like and and then it was like saluki giant schnauzer australian shepherd (laughs) 
<laughs> I was like, okay, guys, I don't know. I don't know about the rest of these. But I often did think just over the years of looking at him and wondering, I did think that he could potentially have Sighthound, larger Sighthound in him because of his build and his speed. Mm. So, and, and did he run away and never come back when you called? That's a really no. feature. <laughs> <laughs> no, but one time uh, I was uh, cross-country skiing with him in Vermont, and a snowmobile approached us, and we uh, grabbed hold of the dog's collars as it approached and passed, and we let it go for mm-hmm. probably a quarter of a mile before we let the dogs go. And when I let him go, he took off, and I was, like, blinking in amazement at how fast that dog was running and he did he he got tired enough and just just came back but I was like oh my god I can't believe how fast that dog is running where did that come from he just may have had uh, that some could sort be of Saluki, yeah mm-hmm. now let's talk about um the app itself it's called dog spotters and you can learn more about it on the website dogspotters.com and you can click the buy it now button to purchase it and uh, download it onto your uh, iPhone and iPad. And now, is this app um, exclusively for iPhone and iPad? It's for at, right now. It's just for iPhone, iPad, and iPod. Okay. Um, uh, you know, it's, it's, we're hoping to expand that, but you know, we yes. just wanted to get this available to people. Yep. As, as quickly as we could. Yep. Um, I should mention it's on special now for 99 cents. So oh, that's wow. The good part. Yeah. <laughs> Even I will pay that for things. <laughs> yeah, that's great. The best 99 cents you'll ever spend. I know. I know. It's, it's, um, and as, as if you've had a chance to go through it, you know, you can just spend hours on it playing uh-huh. the game or, or, you know, just playing around with the breed ID features. Yeah. Breed has a, a profile that has, you know, all, all the sort of interesting things that you'd want to know about a breed. So not so much of the boring stuff, but, mm-hmm. you know, if there's any, it lists all the celebrity owners or, you know, the sort of uh, neat aspects uh, about a particular breed. You know, yeah. One of the things, so you, it has your breed, your lifelong breed list, so that when you see a dog breed and, and identify it, then you can sort of check it off, so like much like people do with birds. Exactly. And there's also a breed um, identifier that helps you if you see a dog and you're not sure what kind of breed it is. It, it goes through and asks you a bunch of questions. You can choose what the ears look like, what the tail looks like, what the build looks like, you know, the general body shape and all that sort of stuff to help you identify a breed that you may not know. Mm-hmm. And then there's my favorite part, which is the dog breed identification quiz that you can take. <laughs> and as a fellow dog geek, um, I'm always frustrated when I'm at doing like at a trivia night or something. And it's like, oh, dogs, you know, they're going to ask about dogs. And then it's it'll always be like, you know, identify these cartoon dogs or, right. and, or and presidential dogs. Yes. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just that I want, like, I want some dog breed identification or, you know, stuff that's a little bit more intellectual. And when I saw this, I was like, are you kidding me? I've been waiting my entire life for this aspect of it. Um, We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll get a little bit more into each aspect of this wonderful app. You guys, it's only 99 cents right now on sale, so go get it. Go to dogspotters.com and just click buy it now. It'll download to your iPhone, iPad, or iPod. And uh, is it also available if they search through iTunes? 
Yes, it is. It's just, okay. um, I'm not so iTunes savvy, so I go to the website. <laughs> the app writer who's not iTunes savvy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, we'll be back in just a few minutes, and we'll talk more with Caroline Coyle, the writer and dog expert for Dog Spotters, the new app. Be sure to get it, and we'll be back in just a few minutes. You're listening to The Dog Show with Julie Forbes. A pampered pet of a rich brunette sitting on my mama's knee Someone to love me, someone to care Rub-a-dub-a-double little fingers through my hair And lead a dog life, oh what a life Yeah, that's good enough for me Seattle Weight Loss and Wellness offers physician-supervised weight loss called Ideal Protein. Ideal Protein ignites fat metabolism without compromising your muscle tissue and provides one-on-one education in making healthy and delicious food choices for long-term success. Your body is prepared to continue burning fat while you successfully maintain your newly achieved ideal body weight and increased vitality. Visit SeattleWL.com. Mention this ad for $50 off your initial consultation fee. That's SeattleWL.com. Who is Jopra? What is Jopra? When is Jopra? Joe Janot is the host of a brand new show called Jopra. Joe has been nicknamed Jopra by his friends and colleagues who find his advice and insight to be enlightening, just like a certain other talk show host of World Without. Born and raised in Seattle, independent-minded Joe Janot is bringing issues to the airwaves that make you ponder, laugh, and deliberate. The Jopra Show is about the ins and outs of food and drink, relationships, entertainment, and so much more. Get to know Jopra every Thursday at 2, right here on Alternative Talk 1150. Every generation needs a voice, and on Mondays at 2 p.m. here on Alternative Talk 1150, Lewis Howard's show, Head of the House, is the voice for the 20s, 30s, and 40s. Head of the House brings education, insight, and information that brings health and healing to the challenges of managing your home, relationships, and your career. Tune in once, and you will be hooked. That's Head of the House every Monday at 2 p.m. here on Alternative Talk 1150. Do you have an injury, old or new, that won't heal? Are you fighting a cold or illness you can't kick? Do you feel like you've tried everything and are still struggling to find wellness and balance in your physical health? Have you been unimpressed with acupuncture in the past? For over a decade, Robert Meduzia has been making a difference for people who thought they had exhausted their options. Don't settle for pain and illness. Call 425-828-6190. That's 425-828-6190. Again, 425-828-6190. The Acupuncture and Sports Clinic of Kirkland. Heal faster, play longer. No shirt, no shoes, no problem. Come as you are. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Man, I won't be that's what I'd be. Never bite the hand that feeds me. No serenus leader. Dog life. What a life. That's good enough for me. Welcome back to the dog show with Julie Forbes. And we're back with Caroline Coyle, who's the dog expert and writer for Dog Spotters, a new app that you can download for your iPhone, iPad, or iPod. That has a bunch of different features that we're going to get into into more detail. Welcome back, Caroline. Hi. 
So first is the, um, and if you've missed any part of this show or any of our past shows, they're all archived online at dogradioshow.com and also as a free podcast on iTunes. So as you're going to iTunes to download, if you're an online listener, head over to the App Store and uh, pick up Dog Spotters. It is on sale now for only 99 cents. No brainer. And uh, you can also find out more about it at dogspotters.com. So, Caroline, uh, one of the first features is the the breed ID, and yeah. this is the part where if you're if you see a dog, and I have it um, open my app because I have my iPhone right here, and I have Dog Spotters, and um, where the dog ID helps you identify a breed if you're not sure what you're looking at. You know, I didn't think this was going to work at first. <laughs> And every time I put in different criteria, and I was like, oh, I've tricked it this time, it always comes up. So what, what it, you have a choice of, of features to put in. You don't have to put all of them in. You can have the basic look of a dog, which is like, you know, is it greyhoundy? Is it long and low? Does it look like a German shepherd kind of? Uh-huh. Um, is it tall, medium, short? The dog's basic build? It's coat type? It's you know, tail length, whether its ears go up or down or backwards, whether it's got a short muzzle or a long muzzle, its color pattern, and its main color. Obviously, you don't, you might think you'd have to put all that in to find the right breed, but you really don't. Uh-huh. You can put just a few of it in. I was, I was goofing around um, a little earlier, and, and um, I put in medium height. I, I tried to think of a sort of nondescript thing. So I said medium height, medium build long tail, upright ears, and splotched color pattern. And it came back with only, well, it came back with Australian cattle dog, border collie, Shetland sheepdog, listed in alphabetic order. And so what it does is it, and then it will also go ahead and give you other breed choices that maybe match those criteria, but uh, only, you know, they, it might be different in one. In, so, in other words, it might not have the splotched color. So you might, you might see an uh, American Eskimo dog that would match all those other things. So what it does is gives you sort of a rank-ordered list of possibilities. And then you can just look at the pictures and say, aha, that's the one right there. Or I think it's that one. Let me tap on it and, and see, you know, if that's really it. Mm-hmm. So that's one way you, you can do it. Um, and another way is if, you know, a lot of times you'll see a breed and you'll say, well, hey, that's, that looks like a German Shepherd, but uh, I know it's not a German Shepherd. And so all you have to do is go and, and go right to the German Shepherd page, and it has a little uh, icon to tap similar breeds. And oh, if you do that, uh-huh. it's like taking this giant shortcut. So yeah. if, if I did that, I'd find out that it said, well, it could be a Belgian Malinois or a Belgian Sheepdog or a yeah. Belgian or Bosteron, yeah. or maybe an Akita. And uh, it's like, well, you know, you look at the picture and you find one that it seems to match. Yeah. Um, so I thought it looked more like the Bosteron. So if, I, if, if that's the case, I can just tap on that, and it will tell me how to tell the difference between a German Shepherd and a Bosteron. Yeah. Oh, um, wow. It's yeah, interesting so- that you just used that example, because as you were talking about how it works, I was going through on my app, and putting in the information of a Belgian Malinois. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Because it's like one that people, you know, 
it like has the I think you know the especially the black face part mm-hmm. of it would be a good clue but that would be one that people might say oh is that a german shepherd and you know it would be commonly mistaken for a more common breed exactly mm-hmm. uh, i had a book editor once we were sort of arguing about the cover on on a book and and i said well those aren't very good breed examples and she said, oh but you have to admit that's a beautiful german shepherd on the cover and i was like <laughs> well actually no <laughs> it's a belgian malinois yeah. <laughs> So uh, she could have she could have had uh, some help with this. Yeah. So, so yeah. Anyways, and so for instance, a Belgian, a Bostron. So you know, my first question would actually be, how do you pronounce this? And so there's actually a little um, button you push, and someone will come up with the correct pronunciation. You can listen to it and know that it's not Bostron, it's Bostron. Um, and again, it will tell you all these little you know the differences. The Bostron's always black and tan. It's got a shorter coat than a German Shepherd. Its ears are cropped to be erect. They're not naturally. And they actually have double dew claws on their hind legs. Yeah. So, and, you know, and it gives you a little bit of history about it so you can dazzle anyone you're talking to. Let's... So I think, you know, as far as breed ID, it's, I, you know, I go to dog shows all the time. And even there, sometimes I'll look in the ring and I'm, it's just on the tip of my tongue. It's like, I, I, I know what that is, but I, I don't know. Is that yeah. a Finnish Lapland or is it an Icelandic sheepdog? I mm. don't know. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I turn my back real quickly and punch a few buttons <laughs> yep. and turn back around. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, Icelandic yep. sheepdog. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I knew that. I knew that. Yeah. <laughs> so, and it has a, um... oh, there it is. I just got it to tell Beauceron. me. Oh, <laughs> All right, I could have some fun with that one too. All right, and now so there's the whole breed ID part of it, and then there's the life list. Yes, and I think we all sort of do that to ourselves. You know, I I saw my first Bergamasco uh, uh, probably a month ago at the AKC Invitational show. I saw a, a Burger Picardi this last weekend, and sort of you know. I just sort of checked those off on the the mental life list. But um, I think it's kind of fun when you're first looking at breeds and you say, oh, yeah, I've seen all the breeds in the hound group now. Or maybe I've seen all the common breeds. Mm -hmm. So our life list, it's it's subdivided into lots of little lists, so such Mm -hmm. as um, origins of the world. You know, maybe you've seen all the dogs that come from, uh, well, from, from the United States. Mm-hmm. Uh, or maybe you've seen all the dogs from Russia. Maybe you've seen all the terriers. Uh, maybe you've seen all the rare dogs. So, um, so it's a, a kind of a lot of ways to split it up because there are 200 and some different breeds and varieties here. Uh, and that's kind of a long list to try to fill in all at once. And what was that one that you said earlier? That was your. You said I saw my first. Oh, a Bergamasco. It is an Italian breed that um, is covered with long, sort of flat uh, cords, felted cords. So you might think it looks like a Commodore, which is a dog that looks like a walking mop. Uh This one just looks like a really bad walking mop. (laughs) Yeah. And if you didn't know how to pronounce it, I I, yeah no I I, you know. Actually, I'm not sure I checked it, so. Yeah, that's great. So the lifelong list, um, and I started, first of all, with the dogs in my house, easy ones. Mm-hmm. 
And and then, you know, the dogs that I had seen that day and then you just kind of keep going. And I'm always impressed when I see like I just saw a a PBGV the other day Um, and I was like, oh, look at that little PBGV who, Uh you know, you don't get to see you don't see too many of them or like if I see an Afghan hound or Saluki really, for that matter, don't see too many of them around. And then people are always so impressed, like, oh, is that an Irish water spaniel? And then they're like, how did you know? (laughs) (laughs) They do. Well, I know I'm always impressed if someone can, you know, identify mine. Usually they say greyhound, and I'm like, well, that's a good try. That's pretty close. If they say Afghan, I'm still impressed. Yeah. But, um, you know, a great way to cheat on these lists is just to go to a dog show. And, I mean, you could be filling them out right and left and, and, you know, see, fill really fulfill a lot of your life list at once yeah. and uh, have a good time at the same time. So good... I always think this is a great thing to download before you go to the dog <laughs> absolutely, show. Absolutely, absolutely. And there's the Seattle Kennel Club Dog Show coming up in March, March 9th and 10th at Quest F- or CenturyLink Field Event Center. And then I believe Portland's uh, Rose City Dog Show is happening I... soon. I think so. This weekend, I think, maybe. I think it might be. Oh, yeah. they better hurry. They better hurry. <laughs> and it's on sale, 99 cents, for yeah. uh, to download the app Dog Spotters is what it's called. And you can learn more about it also by going to the website dogspotters.com. And I'm sure you guys are also on Facebook. Yes, we are. So find them on Facebook, too, and become a fan, like the page. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we have a lot of little fun, you know, dog ID quizzes and things there. Mm. And uh, nice. we hope to have some contests. Yeah. Well, uh, when we come back from break, we're going to talk about uh, another part of the app that is one of my favorites, which is the dog breed identification quiz that you can take. So we'll be back in just a few minutes talking more with Caroline Coyle, the writer and dog expert for Dog Spotters, the new app. Download it now, dogspotters.com. You're listening to The Dog Show with Julie Forbes. For more than 25 years, All the Best Pet Care has been helping people choose the best foods, treats, and toys for their dogs and cats. They are a locally owned family business bringing about little miracles every day by following the Mother Nature model of nutrition. Stop by to meet their adoption cats, schedule an anesthesia-free dental cleaning, or bring your dog to the toy testing area. Visit their new store in Edmonds next to the PCC and their expanded Redmond store in the Whole Foods Plaza. To learn more, go to allthebestpetcare.com or follow them on Facebook. Wisdom Within is a new talk radio show featuring psychic medium and healer Lindsay Paul and animal intuitive and healer Shauna Fisher. From your lunch break to vacation, from your car to your kitchen, from despair to newfound awareness. Join this enthusiastic duo as they fearlessly tap into the depths of wisdom and help you soar to new heights by answering your ultimate questions. Get your weekly dose of spirituality with a kick of reality rolled into one hour. Thursdays at 1 p.m., Get out of your head and tune into your soul. 
Want a faster metabolism? Desperate for more energy throughout the day? Food is our most powerful medicine, and on Passionate Nutrition Radio, I'll answer your burning nutrition questions and offer real solutions for your family. On Passionate Nutrition Radio, you'll learn how to transform how you look and feel with the foods that you eat. My name is Jennifer Adler, and I'm a nutritionist, chef, and founder of Passionate Nutrition, a nutrition practice with six locations throughout the greater Puget Sound area. Join me on Passionate Nutrition Radio for a weekly serving of nutrition wisdom. Learn more at PassionateNutrition.com. That's Passionate Nutrition every Friday at noon. This is Julie Forbes, dog training, behavior, and nutrition specialist and owner of Sensitive Dog, thoughtful guidance for you and your dog. If your dog needs basic obedience training, a behavior evaluation, or food consultation, I can help you. Call me at 206-372-7399 or visit my website, www.sensitivedog.com. I teach group obedience classes, in-home lessons, and evaluations, and a two-week intensive training program called Higher Education. Again, I'm Julie Forbes, Seattle's Dog Behavior. Behavior Training and Nutrition Specialist, www.sensitivedog.com. Independent programs, independent voices, independent ideas. Alternative Talk, 1150 a.m. Welcome back to The Dog Show with Julie Forbes. We're back with Caroline Coyle of Dog Spotters, the new app that you is on sale for only 99 cents. So buy it now. You can get it through dogspotters.com and you can also search iTunes for dog spotters under the apps and uh, in the app store and you can get it through them as well. It has so much to it. It's just amazing that one little app can do so much. So fun. Um, If you're interested in learning more about dogs and dog breeds or if you're a, a dog geek like I am um, it's so much fun now Caroline we've talked about the first uh, we've talked about two aspects of the app already in the show and if you're just tuning in and would like to hear the first part of this interview you can find it archived on dogradioshow.com and also on iTunes as a free podcast and um, so this the third feature that we're going to highlight today is the quiz, which is um, it shows you four pictures and it tells you a breed. So like, so I've got it up right now. So it shows me four pictures and it says Havanese. Okay. And then you, you touch the breed, the picture of the breed that is the Havanese. Bichon Frise. Got it. And it just, uh, you have a certain amount of time Bloodhound. Got it. And at first, it's so you start at level one and um, and it is for me pretty easy at this point. West Highland White Terrier. Well, here it's got a foxhound, something that looks like a Chinook and then a Sky Terrier. Uh, So that's a Westie. It could have shown some breeds that look more like a Westie that might have been harder for me to choose. Portuguese water dog. Okay. Cairn Terrier, no. Rat Terrier, no. So easier. And then as it gets harder, um, as you progress through the levels, then the breed, the dogs sort of start looking more similar or have similar coloring and they're harder to identify. And I was like, oh, dog breed identify, like bring it on. I got this. And it gets hard. Like, you know, I think I, I think I got to like level seven or eight in it, if I'm remembering correctly. Um, I um, s- just started a new a new game. 
I should warn you, there's 72 levels. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So I'm not going to be done with it for a while. Yeah, it, it, it's, uh, I think, almost 3,000 different questions. And the questions are never, like, your choices are never the same. Your correct choice is always going to be there, but your wrong choices are different. Yep. So uh, it's it's never quite the same, you know, any two times you play it. But you're right. It starts with the more popular breeds and the easier discriminations and a little bit longer time. And as it goes on, the time gets a little shorter and the breeds get a little rarer and the breeds, your your wrong choices get more similar. And it does. It gets hard. It does. Don't get too cocky about this one because it'll humble you. Exactly. And then once you think you've got that settled... It starts asking you questions. So, oh, you know, boy. first they're pretty easy, like, well, what group is this? You know, it's in the hound group. And so you're given an Afghan hound and, you know, a terrier and a toy. And it's like, you know, maybe an Italian greyhound. It's like, hmm. Uh-huh. So, um, so it goes through and, and makes you uh, classify which one goes in which group. And then it goes into countries of origin. So it'll be like, you know, oh, wow. from England uh-huh. or from Egypt, from uh-huh. Russia, mm-hmm. from Iceland. There's only one breed of dog from Iceland, by the way. Um, the Icelandic sheep. I was going to say, would, would it be uh-huh. the Icelandic sheep dog? Um, <laughs> so, um, so it goes through all that. And then when you think you have that conquered, it gets into trivia. Mm-hmm. And the trivia starts off pretty easy, sort of like your cartoon character type things, you uh-huh. know, Lassie or Rin Tin Tin. Yeah. Um, but again, it gets harder and harder and harder. Yeah. We've had some trivia questions. We have we've had done trivia on the show um over the years too and we've gotten some good questions. You know, like cuz there are some things like a Boston Terrier is not in the terrier group. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. So that can be confusing and and some things, you know, the so these trivia questions they might have to do with what a breed was originally called. Um it might have mm. to do with what celebrities uh I mean, Bill Cosby, you know, it says, you know, he owns the top-winning show dog of this particular breed. Only show dog people are going to know that probably, but it's Lakeland Terrier. He's, you know, the top Lakeland Terrier breeder of all time. Bill Cosby? Bill Cosby, yes. He is, and, is a top Lakeland Terrier breeder yeah. of all time? He and um, a woman that, that he actually met, I, I believe the story is he was, she was a nurse in a hospital when he, uh, and, and he came to know her and became very involved with her dog breeding and uh, sort of became a partner with her. And so he's had dogs compete at Westminster and do very well there and the top winning ones of all time. Wow. I just worked with the Lakeland Terrier last week. My When I'm not doing the show, I'm working in training and behavior of pet dogs around the Seattle area. And I just met a lovely little Lakeland Terrier. They're cute. Yeah. I love them. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, and then there's, you know, dogs in literature. Do you mm. know what, what breed the inspiration for the dog in Peter Pan was? The dog in Peter Pan? Yeah, I didn't even know there was a dog in Peter Pan. Oh, would it be an <laughs> English sheepdog? That's the one that I believe was in the movie, but it was actually originally a Newfoundland. Oh. So who knew? Um, who knew that, okay, the... I. Um, the inspiration for Chewbacca in Star Wars was Aww. actually a dog. That was my dog's name, Chewie. Really? Do you know mm-hmm. what the dog breed was? I think it belonged to Steven Spielberg. I'm not quite sure. I think I've heard this before, but I don't remember. 
Yeah, it was an Alaskan Malamute. So, it, you know, it can be harder things Malamute. like that. Um, oh. Alfred Hitchcock's dog actually did a cameo with him in The Birds, and uh, he was known for his Celium Terriers. Wow. So, um, you know, just lots of lots of little things. Some, um, oh, what are some other ones? The uh, Malamute. The National Dog of Malta. How about that? Of Malta? Mm-hmm. Maltese? Hint, it's not a Maltese. Nah, it's not a Maltese. <laughs> <laughs> too easy. <laughs> that would have been, been too easy. Yeah. yeah just, it's a pharaoh hound. Oh, I love pharaoh And here's hounds. one we were talking about today, because I find this hard to believe, but one of these dogs sold for $1.5 million in China in 2011. What was it? Pekingese. That's a good guess, <sighs> but apparently they pay by the pound because it was a Tibetan Mastiff. Oh, wow. I know. No, they didn't eat it. <laughs> I was going to say, do I want to no. know why they pay? Okay. <laughs> no, actually, because um, they, there's, even though dogs aren't really well represented in a lot of China, there's a segment of Chinese society that has now gone dog crazy and they've started uh, dog shows and, oh, wow. and really having some high-priced dogs there and they're taking incredibly good care of them. Wow. Well, that's so, good. All these stereotypes we have, you know, yep. maybe not so true. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm glad to hear that. Yes. Uh-huh. Well, how and, fun is oh, that? God, I could keep going with these trivia questions forever. I, okay, one last one. Who's the most popular dog on Facebook? He has over 100,000 fans. His name is Beast. East? Mm-hmm. He's a pulley, and he belongs to Mark Zuckerberg. Oh, Mark Zuckerberg has a poolie? Yes, his wife called it, when he picked it out, quote, the most ridiculous-looking dog she'd ever seen. <laughs> Funny. <laughs> but it grew on her. <laughs> so there's you know stuff like that. And there's things about what dogs were bred to do, um, the breed that was bred to be frolicked along the shore to lure ducks in, in Canada. And that's the Nova Scotia yep. duck tolling retriever. Yep. Now, now, a pulley should not be confused with the uh, Bergamasco. Right. I'm trying to get right. it. But, you know, to me, that would be one I would definitely confuse it with if I was to saw them out walking because it's pulley and a Bergamasco and the Comandor, they're all slightly different sizes. The Bergamasco is kind of in between and his cords aren't so flat mm-hmm. uh, and they're different colors. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, I would have thought it was a pulley before I had the app. <laughs> yeah, and and as you said earlier, there's a feature on the app that does actually pronounce the breed. Bergamasco. Yeah. There you go. Uh-huh. There you go. Uh-huh. <laughs> now now we know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, how cool is that? Now I was like. Um, when we were talking about this, I was like, I don't remember there being a trivia part of it. And you're like, that's because you haven't gotten far enough in the quiz. <laughs> so, I know. Oh, okay. You've got your work cut out for you. Yeah, but, I know. You know, I didn't want it to be something where, like you were saying, you got, you, you played it for a day or two. And it's like, well, I'm done. Yeah. Yeah, it's, 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 it's something that at some point, if you're, if you're an absolute novice, you're, you know, maybe a, a kid or something that's just starting out, you can be well challenged by the early levels. And if you've yeah. been in dogs for 30 years, you can be well challenged by the upper yep, level. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's such a great app. 
And uh, we're already at the end of the show today. Uh, Caroline, it was such a pleasure to have you on and to learn about this wonderful app. It's called Dog Spotters. It's on sale right now. It's only 99 cents. Oops, I just turned it on by accident. Um, <clears throat> that's the music pre-quiz. Uh, dogspotters.com on sale for 99 cents. You can just click buy now on the website or go to iTunes to the app store. And it's for uh, currently for iPhones, iPads, and iPods that it's for currently and hopefully will grow as the popularity grows. It's so much fun. There's so much to do on it. And uh, highly, highly recommend take advantage of the sale, dogspotters.com. Caroline, thanks so much for your time today, and uh, best of luck. Hope to stay in touch. Thank you, Julie. This has been fun. All right. Thanks for listening to The Dog Show with Julie Forbes on Alternative Talk 1150.